0: Open Thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth Thy praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. When all was still, and it was midnight, Thou Almighty Word, O Lord descended from the royal throne. Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together, against the Lord, and against his anointed, saying, He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh, the Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath, and vex them in his sore displeasure." Yet I have set my King upon my holy hill of Zion. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. When all was still, and it was midnight, Thou Almighty Word, O Lord, descended from the royal throne. Old Testament lesson for this, the Eve of the Nativity of Our Lord, is written in the ninth chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah, beginning at the second verse. The people that walked in the darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nation and increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden, and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise, and garments rolled in blood, but this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in the second chapter of the epistle to Titus, beginning at the eleventh verse. Brethren, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. The Lord hath made known his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the second chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. It came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed, and this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart, and the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. Here ends the Gospel. Praise be to thee, O Christ. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, full of grace and truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, full of grace and truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From the Antiphon. Slightly different translation. As a calm silence enveloped all, and as night was swiftly midway in its course, your almighty word leapt from the heavens, from the royal throne. It was a calm, silent night thousands of years ago, in a land that was at peace, but it was not an easy peace. The people of Israel were oppressed under the strength of a foreign king. The land had peace, but only because the king, by his might and cruelty, forced it. No one was strong enough to oppose him. Israel had no freedom. They were surrounded by pagan people, pagan gods, and the pagan worship of magic and demons. But on this night thousands of years ago, everything would change. In fact, Israel was prepared for it because God above heard the cries of his people from below so that on this night, the word of God, leaving his royal throne in the dead of night, leapt down from heaven into this evil land. And it said that if you had witnessed it, you would have seen the word with his feet on the earth and his head touching heaven. The divine invasion had begun. The stronger man had entered the home, the land of the strong man. The evil king was unaware of this, sleeping soundly as the word entered his domain. The king had been warned that this would happen, but he and his people ignored that, preferring instead their pagan religion As the word descended from above, he quickly began his work, bringing vengeance. Because you see, the peace which the evil king established came at his orders to kill every Israelite baby boy that was born. And in response, now here was the word as an angel from above, seeking vengeance on the evil king, visiting every home in his kingdom. And slaughtering every firstborn son of every family that did not heed the warning. This is the angel of death. He had come. The king's peace was destroyed. The silence of the night was shattered with the shrieks and wails of each household he visited. The king tried. As they found all the dead, the king tried to keep control of his kingdom by sending his army against the word and his people. But the king was defeated once and for all as his might and his army was crushed and killed in the deluge of the sea brought by the hand of the word. For the strong man and his house, the word descended in judgment in a terrible night. But for the people of Israel, This was a holy night, because the Word also descended to deliver his people. The antiphon for this evening is not first and foremost about Christmas night. It tells the story of how God the Word from above descended upon Egypt. In fact, the full antiphon reads, as a calm silence enveloped all, and as night was swiftly midway swiftly midway in its course, your mighty word leapt from heaven, from the royal throne, as a, as a rugged warrior into the midst of the land of doom, carrying a sharp sword, that of your unfeigned command of judgment and deliverance. The church, in her wisdom, chose this antiphon for Christmas Eve For one simple reason. She wants you to see that in the manger this evening is more than a cute, tender child. In fact, the intro continues saying, Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. You must know how the world sees our Lord and his Christ and his people. For Pharaoh, even with all the plagues, all he saw of God was in his prophet Moses, an old man with a stutter. And all he saw in God's people were weak slaves without escape that he could control, oppress, and kill at his desire. For Bethlehem in Jerusalem, All that the world saw that night was a helpless infant baby boy born to poor lowly parents that couldn't even get a room in the inn. Here the world looked upon our Lord in the flesh and blood and all it saw was the weakness of a child. For Herod, who knew this was just a little child, All he thought was how easy it must be to kill a helpless infant claiming his throne. For the devil, how hard could it be to tempt a man in the wilderness who hadn't eaten for 40 days? All he saw in our Lord was the same weakness. For the Pharisees and the Jews, how hard could it be to kill one man for the sake of their nation so they could keep their self-righteousness? For Pilate, What was it to send one tortured man to crucifixion if it meant that that way he could save his own skin? Again, Pharaoh heard the warning of the last plague. Herod and Jerusalem were troubled at the news of the birth of the Christ child that the scriptures said would come. The Pharisees decided to kill our Lord, even though they had the Old Testament scriptures pointing to him. And Pilate hands our Lord over to be crucified. And there it is in the Scripture, all the nations raging against the Lord. And they, we see in the Scriptures how they advise each other against the Lord, how they plot against Him, how they march out with their armies, stand at attention, and rage at the ready to attack the Lord and His Christ. They do this because in the heart of all the nations is one foolish belief. They see in the Lord weakness and they think they can win. They don't realize their own sin or who this child is. What the nations fail to see is God upon His throne who hears the cries of His people for salvation who sees his people suffer from oppression and slavery to sin. The the devil, like the Pharaoh, the devil who is prince of this world, believes he has established peace in his kingdom by using the nations to rage against God and oppressing and persecuting Christ and his people. But then a night comes thousands of years ago where everything changed. Where those hoping in God, like Mary or Simeon, they were ready for it. On this night, the Word, having descended from His throne into the womb of Mary, now on this night in the dead of night, leapt down into this evil world as He was born. And if you had witnessed it like the shepherds did, You would have seen the child on earth, but his face light up with the light of heaven. Because wherever the Son of God is, there is heaven around him. With the shepherds, you would have seen the divine invasion begin right there in a manger. The stronger man was hidden in humility and entered the world of the strong man. The devil, unaware, was content in his reign of sin and death, but in his pride could not see the word enter his domain. The devil had been warned since Eden what would happen, but he he and his demons ignored it, pridefully believing the lie that creation was his. So the word descended from on high, being born to a virgin, And there in the manger, quickly got to work in his humiliation as God's servant. Because in this manger was no mere child, the angel of death from Egypt. That's him in the manger, incarnate, coming to seek vengeance for his people. Coming to visit and overthrow every habitation of Satan. In the manger is the divine warrior king coming to fight and win the war which we cannot win. Here in the manger is the stronger man come to free us from the strong man. But this divine warrior came to fight in humiliation which the devil did not see coming. The divine warrior took the weakness of our humanity so that he may carry our sins to the cross, and so that in that weakness he may die, and in that weakness of death show strength, as in his death he crushed the head of the serpent and paid the price for our sins. In humiliation he surrendered to the will of the Father, so that on the cross he may win us victory, that in death he may defeat death and take away all the devil's power. As our Christ arrived on earth, the devil's peace was destroyed. The silence of that night was shattered by the songs of angels in the fields, by the wails of the newborn Christ child in the manger. The silence in the darkness was shattered as our Lord looked up into heaven and shouted, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As Christ hung on the cross, The devil tried to keep control of his kingdom by sending his armies of the flesh, the world, and and his demons to rage against the Lord and his Christ. But in the end, the devil and his armies were destroyed by the deluge which poured out of our Lord's side, so that as our Lord descended into hell, he did so in victory, with dead devils and demons piled up all around him in defeat for the strong man and his house the word descended in judgment in this terrible night pharaoh lost everything herod would die and lose his throne the pharisees couldn't keep the lord's body in the tomb and the devil's head couldn't keep the devil couldn't keep his head from being crushed but for you the baptized the new testament israel tonight is the most holy of nights because the word the fierce divine warrior, has descended to deliver you. Because what is in the manger is more than a mere child. It is the angel of death incarnate who suffered death and defeated death for you. Again, our antiphon, as a calm silence enveloped all, and as night was swiftly midway in its course, your almighty word leapt from the heavens, from the royal throne. Why do the nations rage (coughs) and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Today the serpent's head has been crushed but the world is no different. It's just as blind today. When it sees our font, it sees only water. When it sees our altar, it sees only bread and wine. When the world sees our church, all it sees is a weak, helpless people The world hates what we preach and what we proclaim. It refuses to hear the word of God's law, condemn it, or the warning that the word will return again. So the world, like before, tries to persecute the church, attacks her, tries to bring its own peace by oppressing and shutting the church up. And in doing so against the church, the nations aren't raging just against us, but against God and His Christ. But unbeknownst to them, the stronger man still enters into the world. The world's unaware of it because it sleeps in blindness and sloth, preferring their pagan ways. But as we know and as we see, where two or three or more are gathered in his name, there the word descends down from heaven, whether it be in church together or at our dining room table and our families praying together. Anywhere there is a baptism, there is the word descending down in the divine name, visiting each church and home, making another lost soul his own. Anywhere the, church, anywhere the word is proclaimed, there the word descends down from heaven, so faith may come to us by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Anywhere the Lord's Supper is celebrated, there is the word descending to us with His flesh and blood. Wherever there is word and sacrament, There is the angel of death coming with vengeance to deliver us and defeat the devil. There is our deliverer coming to bring us salvation. The world may send its armies against us or against him, but this angel of death has overcome death on the cross, has overcome the world on the the cross, and has crushed and killed all of his enemies. In the water, just as he will crush and kill all of his enemies in the deluge of fire when he comes again. For the devil and his world tonight, this is a night of terror. But for us, it's the night when our Savior is born. It's the night when we gather in his name. It's the night when we partake of his flesh and blood. That is a great night for us and a terrible night for all the church's enemies. This is our most holy night where the divine warrior comes to us in the flesh and blood to deliver us. And that is what we celebrate in the manger this evening. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. When the sun is risen, ye shall see the king of kings, who proceedeth from the father, and cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber. is risen, ye shall see the King of kings, who proceedeth from the Father, and cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber. O Lord, have mercy upon us. O Christ, have mercy upon us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, who has made this most holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light, grant we beseech you that as we have known on earth the mysteries of that light, we may also come to the fullness of His joys in heaven. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Glory to you forever, O Most High Father and Lord, who today deemed it worthy to send our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, whom you foretold in ancient times by the prophets, and whom now you have manifested, born of the Virgin Mary. Today laying in a manger is the bread of eternal life, and the great light has been restored to the earth. Today the peace of the world is brought forth from above, and granted to us all is the gift of eternity. Today the divine treasure is opened for us, and the light is restored to all, whom the Holy Spirit brings forth. Now the true light has appeared to mankind, who is the physician of the blind, and the health of the paralyzed, and also the strength of the weak, and the firmament of the frail. Today is brought forth the true resurrection of the dead, the way, the truth, and the life of the living. Therefore we beseech you, the true Trinity, our God, that we, whom you have made to receive the joys of your nativity, may also retain a life to your glory by this annual devotion, that after living in this hindrance of our flesh, we may be united with all the saints in the glorious Fatherland of heaven. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Let my mouth be filled with Thy praise, and with Thy honor all the day. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with Thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by Thy governance, may be righteous in Thy sight. Through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. We give thanks unto thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast protected us through the night from all danger and harm. And we beseech thee to preserve and keep us this day also from all sin and evil, that in all our thoughts, words, and deeds we may serve and please Thee. Into Thy hands we commend our bodies and our souls and all that is ours. Let Thy holy angel have charge concerning us that the wicked one have no power over us. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto Thee. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.